Welcome to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacy. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom, and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers, and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go! Welcome to another episode of Amplify and Align with Michalina and me, Stace. We're excited to have you here. Today we're talking about a subject that I feel a lot of you who are newer in business will really vibe with. I know that there has been a lot of information coming at you from all angles, social media, the ads that are coming through, emails that you might have signed up for something and you're getting all of this spam into your inbox, YouTube videos that you're watching, the books that you're reading. There is a lot of information out in the world. Um, And earlier today, um, as we were just setting up for this call, um, what did you call it? I wrote it down. It was the, the alchemy of strategy was really what we're going to talk about today and how it's confusing, how you find your flow and how you find your vibe and how not to listen to everyone's advice as much as like we're saying like listen to our advice but we're like our advice is to not listen to everyone's advice so listen to us (laughs) (laughs) yes and I find a lot of coaches strategists leaders teachers they're very good at teaching the thing that's worked for them but very few are actually able to guide people through a transformational or an alchemical process, working directly with someone, supporting their needs, supporting their vision, helping them find the alignment in strategy to adapt it to them. And this is what I was saying to Stace about the alchemical process is that it's not about doing the one thing that one person says or trying to do the 20 things that 20 people say. It's about experimentation, transformation, adaptation, creating little shifts within what these other people are doing to create it as something of your own that works for you. And I'm kind of done with all these coaches who claim that they know the one thing and as they don't understand the transformational process or don't know how to adapt for others. I'm done with that. There's too much of that. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why this came about, and I shared this with M was just because I follow and am connected with a whole bunch of coaches and leaders in the spiritual and just corporate business normal community. And what I've been seeing a lot lately is the, hey, 
this is my opinion and it's the right one that's coming through. That's the tone of their content. And to be honest, I'm finding it like not annoying, but I get annoyed for those that are newer in business who don't know how to extract little bits and pieces of that information rather than they just roll with it. So um, I was saying earlier that I've had one coach in my newsfeed in the last few days who has been like, all I do is run masterclasses. They're $99 and you have to pay to be in my sphere. And from there, I sell high ticket. And I do that consistently over and over and over again. And she uses organic content to get that out into the world. Then I had another coach who I found who, for those that have listened to another episode where I said, um, we talked about me not being able to find someone who lit me up in the coaching world. This particular person who I've stumbled across, well, we can talk about how later because obviously her strategy is working. I'm just in love with this coach because she just speaks my language. And now I'm kind of keeping an eye out for ways to work with her. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. Um, and she was talking about how she uses free masterclasses to grow her business. And that is my my whole thing. I freaking love doing masterclasses. I love educating and inspiring. And the reason why you know she does it for free is because she said when she first started her business, that is how she ended up working with so many amazing coaches and investing. She said $300,000 she's invested over the last three years in her personal coaching. And the only reason she found those coaches was because she was consuming their free content, their masterclasses on YouTube, their masterclasses in their Facebook groups and all of that sort of stuff. So now she pays it back for that next wave of people by doing free masterclasses. Then I've seen coaches in my feed. One of them's a dude though. So he's probably a different vibe if you get my my, uh, thing here. And he's like, you don't even need to do social media content. All I do is run ads I have a sales team. We have one high ticket program through those ads. It's a whole funnel. We get them on a sales call. We get them to pay us, you know, a five figure investment to get into our program. And we do that over and over and click repeat. It's easy. And then I've had another coach in my feed recently who has said, stop creating reels, stop creating value-based content because you're giving your audience everything they need from you. So they're not going to pay you if they keep learning from you for free. And I'm just like, oh man, like, How confusing is this for someone to look at and see all of these different pieces of advice and all of these different things out into the world and say, like, I'm a new coach. How and what do I listen to and how, what do I implement? Where do I even freaking start? And that's kind of what led us us into this conversation today. Well, and it's... uh... A journey of two paths, really, to try it all and make yourself so busy and get yourself so confused that you are working 40, 50 hours at a time and not going anywhere. Or there's the overwhelm, the procrastination based in overwhelm where you just don't even try because you don't know where to start. You're worried about doing the wrong thing. You're worried about investing all that time and not getting anywhere. So you might as well just stay where you are because it's not going to work anyway. So there's that two paths that people kind of take. And I think a lot of these strategies aren't, they're not supporting people who are in those early stages. Because we've talked about this before, a lot of coaches have tried things for years and years, and then they found the one thing that worked and they're preaching it. But they haven't recognized that people just starting on the path may not be ready to charge $99 
for a masterclass because we haven't developed the knowledge and accrued the skills and got the experience and gotten to know our own transformational process first. So the concept of diving straight into $99 classes and selling high ticket, like there is so much ignorance, naivety from these coaches who have become very successful because we've talked about this, as I shared, they've thrown away their transformational process and just like, I've got the answers. Even after my 10 years experience and $300,000 of coaching, I've forgotten where I was and you need to do this thing now because it's the only thing that's gotten me to my success, which is just simply not fucking true. It's not truth. And I do not believe that everyone is starting in the same place or are they? Are we all starting in the same place? It's just we're not recognizing that we all start knowing nothing, freaking out, worried about what we're doing, hesitant about showing up in pe- in front of people, that initial trepidation where you're like, am I just going to humiliate the fuck out of myself here? Like We go through that process to get where we're going to earn the wisdom and the right mm. to charge $99 and thousands and thousands of dollars. We need to earn that. Yes. In a Facebook in my group. Last week, there was a question in a Facebook group. A coach asked, when you first started a business or your business that you've got now, how long did it take you to get to a 10K month? And I I dropped my honesty. I said the first 30 days because I planned a launch. I had been in business for myself. I'd been in media, marketing, I had done social media training. I'd done a lot of networking. I was working in a similar field. At that time, I was working for someone else for a a mental health break, which turned into the, the well, it was the best thing I've ever done, but it was like at the time, the worst decision ever to work for someone else after being self-employed for so long. But it took me 30 days or even less than 30 days to get the $10,000 in my, my business from the day that it launched publicly. But I also did put on that post that the reason for that is I had all this experience. I had all of this um, uh, training. I had done obviously social media marketing um, diploma. I'm a graphic designer, so I could make the launch freaking kick ass. And I had a strategy behind it to launch it really well. And I think that we forget a lot of coaches come into this and they have a whole life of experience. They have a whole network. They've been working in probably not even similar fields, but they have got an audience already before they hit this thing. And I always refer back to, we always laugh about a particular client of mine who had a coach and she rose to fame by being an author and then went into her own businesses and um, network marketing and then became a business coach and her advice to my client to launch her high, high, high ticket mastermind and programs was to use a podcast. And that was because she had tens of thousands of people. The, the, the business coach had been building her business on the back end for years and years. So when she finally became a business coach, it only took her 60 days to reach a million dollars in revenue. And so she was trying to use that advice for someone who didn't even have an email list of 10 people yet, who had an audience on Instagram of about 2000 people, but no hot audience whatsoever. And so the client that I was working with, I was doing um, like graphic design, web design, branding stuff for this client. 
she tried that launch and I had said to her, this is not a great strategy. We probably need to like have a look at something else alongside this, if this is your plan. Anyway, she did a few episodes. She didn't even get to 50 listens in weeks and it just fell flat. And so did the launches. Um, and I'll always refer back to that because that coach in her mind was like, this is the best way to reach a million dollars really quickly in your coaching business because she launched a podcast and it went gangbusters. But she was pretty well known. And the network marketing community was the thing that rose her up to fame, really. <laughs> As it does for many. Um, so it, it can come through in unusual circumstances too. So my first wave of business I got to a million dollars. What was that? Three years maybe, but it was based in holistic health. I had invested three years into a holistic health degree. I had a Facebook group with four to 5,000 people that I built just for fun. I just wanted to share what I knew. There was no expectation that that was going to be a business source of business at all. And I was a bit naive. I came in and it's like, well, I didn't know anyone. Yeah, I'm a bit of a hermit for those who follow me. I, I say that I just, I don't do social circles and I, I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a warm network that I could draw from. So I came in and I'm like, anyone can do this. Oh my gosh, I had so much ego. And then it took me a few years to realize that actually that Facebook group was what launched me and the holistic health degree coming in with so much knowledge about health that I stepped in with absolute conviction and I inspired the fuck out of people. I, I emitted that trust field immediately. So I, I didn't recognize that. And I, it, it took me a long time to realize that people aren't starting where I started. I started years before I actually promoted even one single class in business. And actually starting, uh, recognizing that was a bit of a liberation for me because then I suddenly realized how to teach people what they needed to know to be able to start them in a direction where they could have the success that I had. But we need to understand that about the people we're looking at. Like, ah, they starting exactly where we started and have they done all the experimentation that we're about to do? It's giving yourself permission to start at the beginning and learn and have the experience to figure this out. Do your audience, you could probably speak about this, do your audience want free classes? Are they ready to pay you $10,000 for a mastermind? We've got to acknowledge that reality I'm a reality junkie. I'll say, yeah, the spiritual work is nice. The energy work is nice. I've spent a couple hundred thousand dollars on certifications and energy practices and coaching, but I still recognize that the energy is just a theory until you put it into practice and turn it into action. So it's about figuring out what kind of action works for me. Mm. The place that I really want you, our audience, to start looking in is a proven track record of success in the thing that you want to do. And I can use so many different examples for this particular thing. There is an amazing coach that I follow um, and she follows me back, which was like one of those moments of like, oh, this is like <laughs> awkward that someone like <laughs> so big is following me back. <laughs> um, and, you know, we've had a 
a bit of a witty repartee about the coaching industry and social media marketing and whatever. And that's her thing is how to get clients organically. Um, but she's, you know, one of those people that runs ads to sell her organic strategies, which uh, it's a, it's a whole conversation there. But <laughs> it's a bit of a paradox, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she did her big pivot from her career that she had been in for decades to then into the social media realm, she took a course and that was all about marketing and SEO and, and attracting clients because she wanted to learn that. She wanted to get in and run her own digital marketing agency. So she did this big program with this coach and she ended up absolutely killing it and getting 10 clients in her first four days. And then the rest of the people in that program and the coach was like, how? This has never worked that quickly for anyone else. How How did you do it? And she was just like, well, I'm, you know, just have been reading all these books about this, this, and this. And so I implemented that on top of the strategies that you were teaching. And so then the people that were in that program decided to work with her as well. And so before she'd even really started, she had a proven track record. So when she moved into not being a digital marketing agency to being just a, a coach teaching people the way that she had discovered how to attract clients, not necessarily the skills to run a digital marketing agency, which is what she paid for. Um, she stepped into that coaching with already having 10 plus clients because of the method that she used. And so she had that level of conviction. She knew it worked. And so she fucking killed it and, and absolutely killed it. And I feel like that's probably the place that I want everyone to start when it comes to their strategy. And I was having not an argument, but a disagreement with someone in a Facebook group the other day. I'm not in a lot of groups that have men in them, but this was a man who was completely challenged by my theories. So he was very defensive against my advice and, and proven advice that fucking works. And he's a new coach and he was just like, that's not the way that we're taught and blah, blah, blah. Um, and one of the things that he was triggered by was beta testing. He's like, I'm running two beta tests right now for my program and blah. And I'm just like, yeah, but I don't teach beta testing. Like that is against everything that I know. And we've talked about that before. Why? So I'm not going to go through that now. But, um, you know, his whole thing was, but, um, and for me, I was like, but I don't call it a beta test. We rename it something else, but we do offer it at a comfort price bracket. And we've talked about that before as well, M, where we don't want to charge what we're yeah. worth in the beginning until we have that level of conviction. So we do a program to start with that's a lower level. So people are still investing in it. They don't feel like they're part of a test and yada, yada. And we have a massive difference in engagement and completion rates when we don't call it a beta test. And we've A-B tested this over the last, you know, 10 years. And it's proven that if you don't call it that, it works better. And he was like, but it's still discounting uh, because the argument is I don't teach any of my clients to discount. I'm like, no, it's not discounting when you start at a point and you raise your prices from there. So um, I don't know where I was even going with that, but, um, you know, starting with something to get your foot in the door to get those results, I'm pretty sure that's a roundabout way of where I was going with that, is the first thing that I want all of you to focus on. Absolutely. If you have a proven track record of working with people already, then you're ready for something else. Like you are at a different point in the journey and there's a different strategy that goes from there. But 
at this point, it's about collecting humans who want that transformation and getting them in the door, getting those results so that you can go, here's the testimonials. Here's how amazing I am. It changes your confidence and that conviction level so that you can do a group program or you can start doing more in your business. And that's, that's just my advice. It's not necessarily yes. just doing one-on-one work, um, which we know is the thing. Like if- mm. It is the thing early on. I've changed my mind about that too. But if you really feel uncomfortable about charging for a brand new experience, here's something that I've done and you've watched me do this, days, is that I've offered five-day experiences within the group to raise energy, to watch people and how they respond to it, to test in a way my teachings so that like, I can figure out what's right, what's not, what's too complicated for this level of offer I'm considering, where do I need to take things further? And I've had some, some incredible success with doing the five-day experiences and people walk straight into the newly evolved program but I've also repackaged some of these five-day experiences up because I'm like, wow, that was fucking powerful. It was so transformational. I, I gave enough support and uh, so many teachings that would take people to next levels. I need to charge for this. I was, It was ridiculous that I would give this free again. So that's been a way in in my personal experience that has really supported moving that on to a next program. And saying that I haven't gone in with the intention of testing it in that way, but that might be something to consider if you are in the early stages of your journey and you don't have that confidence yet to offer it as a testing program or even a beta test. Yuck. I did beta test once through the advice of a coach and it was just flat. I didn't get excited by my own teachings. I came out of it thinking, well, this just doesn't work. This this program isn't going, it's not all all of that, what I thought it was going to be. I just love the concept of it. So I went and did it again, but the energy just wasn't there and it fell flat. (laughs) So in my experience doing a beta test, it didn't work. Even though I had dedicated people who finished the program, I didn't, I found, and this is another side perhaps we don't talk about, I didn't invest, not consciously, but I didn't invest all of myself because I knew it was a beta test and I wasn't getting paid. And there's just that energetic block between us and our teachings and then our clients. It's like, it's just, we come out the end of it. I came out the end of it going, I could have done better. Yeah. yeah. But even if you're getting people to invest so much, so much in low that. ticket into a beta test, mm-hmm. if you're telling them they're paying like a couple hundred dollars to be part of a beta test, automatically you have changed the dynamic of how people are investing their money and their time into working with you. And it's just gross. But anyway, we don't want to talk about that specifically today because we know we have talked about it before. So once you have got that level of conviction that you are ready to really smash this out, honestly, I have witnessed so many amazing people go from those humble beginnings to absolutely killing it and smashing six figures in six months because they have started with that energy. And a lot of times it's because they also find their own rhythm in how they want to build their business. Now, 
I am always going to say my personal amazing way of doing business is through Facebook groups. I freaking love them. I think that the community aspect, the way that you can build rapport, your authority, you can learn so much from your audience through those groups. It, it, it's just something for me that works beautifully. I have clients who freaking hate Facebook, don't even have a Facebook page. They aren't on the platform and they're still freaking killing it over on other platforms and using other strategies. There is no one way to do this whole thing, but there are proven ways that work, but they're not going to work for everyone. And that's really what it comes down to. So, you know, if I'm looking at someone new in business, they have got those testimonials. They know that what they do works. I'm going to have a look at, well, how do you want to show up on social media? How much time do you have? Because time investment is a massive thing as well. And then we can have a look at a strategy from there. And it's not always just going to be the way that I build a business because that's just silly. Um, I know it works, but it's not going to work for everyone. But it's also, I think, what you enjoy doing. You might get on and despise doing free classes, like absolutely despise it. Do you think you're creating a field around you that is going to magnetize money and clients? I mean, you might go into having a paid masterclass initially, absolutely shaking with fear and belief that I'm not worth this. I, I don't believe that going in and trying to fix the worth thing is actually what needs to happen. It's that maybe you do need to offer free classes for a while and see the transformations And come to a point where you're like, well, people are getting such good results. I need to have an exchange for this now. If you despise getting in Facebook groups, you're going to have to find another way because it clearly isn't aligned with you. And that's what I love about you, Stace, is that you work with people and their energy Mm -hmm. and you don't listen to people's bullshit if we're just making excuses you will challenge people on that, but you also tune in and go, well, what could work instead? And I think that is the really, that's the best kind of coach and support you can have is someone who's willing to challenge you and try and work with you and stretch you, but also helping you recognize that maybe, maybe there's something else we can do that's more powerful, at least for now. And this is the alchemy of the strategy experience is that it doesn't mean you have to do this forever. You don't have to choose one way and stick to that forever. When we came into this, I said you can adapt, you can alchemize, you can adjust, you can recalibrate everything you do to take you closer and closer and closer to where you want to be. We might be working with you because you want to get to 10K high tickets, but we're going to work out the process that's going to help you move towards that so you can run into that with your arms open and say, I am ready. And we also look at your blueprint, your astrological blueprint, because that's going to tell me a whole lot about how you are designed to show up in your business, in your content, in your marketing, in your pricing. It's all there in your blueprint. And having that is probably the best way that you can step into your experimentation. Absolutely. I was going to ask initially my first there was two things that I wanted to talk about next and one of them was the blueprint thing because you can see through someone's astrological blueprint 
um, you know, how they should be showing up and how they should be delivering that message. So I just wanted to get you to, I guess, give a little bit more information about that and how that all works and comes together. I'm just waiting for Stace to catch up because our internet is playing games. Oh, I think I've got it back. Um, so if you're a fire sign, I'll just run off the fire sign, uh, the elements thing at first. If you're a fire sign, you want to step in in a blaze of power and show up in front of people directly and inspire and empower. So Aries will come in and will help initiate people out of inertia. And you really, really want to own that. Doing digital offers isn't going to be the most powerful thing. That's not saying you can't do it many layers because we've got to look at many parts of your blueprint for that. But someone who is a Leo, Stacey's got a lot of Leo in her chart. So stepping in and performing, like lighting people up, lighting the path for others. Whereas if you're an air sign, you're going to be more social. You're going to want to get around groups. You're going to want to connect with people. You're going to want to meet in the same mental space and talk about stimulating topics and exchange information. Someone who's a water sign needs to get in front of people and have that really deep emotional connection. A cancer activates people emotionally. Scorpio takes people to that really, really deep place, our chemical place where it's like, let's look at your shadows and transform where you are stuck. So it really, really depends on your blueprint and the type of content you teach to help facilitate that transformation and to inspire people is different. The kind of content that uh, Pisces needs to be sharing. This is not the transformation itself. This is not what you are going to offer so much, but more of the content. What are you going to say to inspire people, to show people that you can transform lives? So that varies from sign to sign. Gemini, for example, does really, really well on digital offers, small priced offers. They go out to a lot more people, whereas Aries and Pisces, they want to work with fewer people, but have them pay a little more for very, very high value experiences. Aries isn't going to want to go into a big, long experience. They're not going to want to deliver something that's nine months long, whereas Scorpio will take people on that alchemical journey for nine to 12 months. So we've really, really got to align you in your blueprint because that tells us whether you're going to bring a lot of power through masterclasses, where you're going to give out free guides to get people on your mailing list. Every single one of us is different. And there's so many different parts of your blueprint. We'd look at your sun sign. We'd look at your rising sign. We'd look at your moon sign, because that all contributes to all the layers. This is the multi-dimensional aspect of strategy. There, I can promise you there is no one strategy for any of you. Any of you, we need to look at those different layers. And this is the whole point of the class multidimensional I'm going to be offering soon is we're going to look at those different parts of you and look at your archetypes to really define what's your best way of connecting with people because that's how it works, isn't it, Stace? We grow a circle of influence at different levels. We show up for people. We communicate with them in our own way. Marketing, the way I see it, strategies is just about growing a circle of influence, whether that's to a hundred or a million people, 
and then communicating what we do in a really beautiful and empowering way. So to me, that's marketing, a circle of influence, communication and sales. Mm. Yeah. And you're the expert at the amplification, as we all know. Mm. Well, I guess so. Um, Also knowing that all of those things that you just spoke about aren't just about your sun sign either um, because, as you said, I have a lot of Leo in my chart. That's what I'm saying. We look at your moon sign. Yeah. Mm. So there's there's so much more to it. So um, the other aspect of that that I did want to mention as well is to understand who the fuck you're actually talking to because there are so many people in our community who say that they want to sell a particular thing or they want to do a particular niche of training but their audience isn't the right audience for it and or like they just are getting crickets like there's so many components of when you're talking to the wrong people and you really need to understand and I don't talk about niching you've heard it before you know me if you follow me niching niching offers and programs yay niching you it's about targeting a transformation and that transformation could be something that is heard by so many different demographics but it's also you know that type of human is not quantifiable by their age their sex or location whether they have kids what degree they have blah 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 like all the other coaches talk about so um your understanding yeah understanding who it's it is that you're talking to is so important because it can actually define your price point as well if you are working want to work with women who are highly successful in business for example they have plenty of fucking money but they have very little time if you are doing a lot of five-day free challenges for that audience they're not going to give a shit that like they don't want to go through a five-day free experience to get to your offer they want to pay to get in your brain and experience that transformation. They don't give a shit about all of that sort of stuff. They also probably look at a free masterclass and go, meh, like, is it really going to be valuable enough for me to invest my time into that right now? Probably not. So again, if you are charging $99 for a masterclass, your audience are probably the people that want that. And that's totally fine. But you need to be able to understand who you're marketing yourself and your offers to for any of this to actually work. So make yourself a little bit Astrology of a matrix. Astrology helps with that too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So starting with that Astrology matrix. helps with that. We can see on your blueprint who you're designed to attract. Yes, yeah, for sure. But you can also like just decide you just start like you don't need to start at the exact right point of life right now like it's things change and you accept more of the universe giving you messages and yeah yeah, as you go on in business and life but the the whole thing is okay who do I want to serve with this and what is it that they are really looking for right now? And you can create a little matrix for yourself and think about the objections that they would have to working with you. Map all of this out and have a play with it. Because as I said, those women who are, you know, are successful, they're earning a lot of money, they want help in, you know, these different categories, but they don't have time to do this, or they don't want to invest in this way. Like, you need to just like map all of that out and think really long and hard about how you get in front of that particular person. 
Um, for me, I have an office suite that works with a whole range of people. There is a theme to what I do, but I have offers that are targeted towards people who maybe are dipping their toe in their business casually, part-time. They don't have a lot to invest in it, but they really want to make it work. So I offer something for them to help them get started. I have mid-level offers that then target people who are really moving forward in their business and having success. And then I have my done-for-you services, which are for people who are in a thriving business. And I have my other coaching offers and different packages for those that are at another whole nother level of business. So for me, that customer journey is important. But did I start with that offer suite? Shit, no. That is something that grew over time as I added things in, as I acknowledged where my audience was at and learning along the way how I can service everyone and walk them through. So the people that did once start with some free offers and my really low ticket stuff are now working their way through to those mid-level things and some that jumped in at the mid-level things are now hiring me to do these amazing done-for-you services because they've implemented things that they learned, they've moved up and I still have an opportunity to work with them. So you'll hear a lot of that. But again, that's not the beginning foundational side of business. It's good to plan and think about it, but you don't need to implement all of those things all at once when you first get started. Yeah, and I think it's about drawing from those different parts of you, those different layers with intention. Because if you know it's like I'm drawing from my high ticket coding here And like, this is who I am and this is how I'm doing it. And this is the intention I'm using. That's far more empowering than going, oh, well, I just want high ticket. Um, Hello world. I've got this amazing thing. You are drawing from that part of you. That's like, I'm going to create a range of $30 masterclasses and sell them on my website for more residual income. And you're going in with the intention. I think a lot of this is about intention. Those many layers uh, my intention in my business is to have a different, um, to have a package as well, like a transformational journey for people that want to work with me to go um, to work through. Because let's face it, people are going to be hesitant to start at a $600 astrology offering in a lot of cases until they've I've built up that like no trust with them. So having something there that people can really step into to learn, right, this is why I want to pay Michaelina for a $600 astrology session because they're fucking amazing. I will own that. I know that. But I also recognize that uh, my audience aren't in the same place, the same level of conviction in what I'm offering as I am. Even if I stand up in it and go, this is the best thing ever. People still have their own experience. People still have their own perspectives. People still have growing space, expansion space that we need to take them through. So from an energetic perspective, I do see it as that journey of increasing their expansion space because some people, for some people, that's not massive. That's not as big as ours is by the time we've gone through this journey to get here. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's very valid. So recapping on what we've gone through so far is for you to make a plan to get that conviction 
sorted. So do some, you know, experiences, run a program, get those results so that you can stand up and say, what I do works, look at me. And then from there, have a think about how you can put together your um, I guess the the audience structure, who, who it is that you want to speak to and how you can put yourself directly in the price point that really speaks to them and an experience that's really going to, you know, deliver the goods for them at that. Um, and then from there, you look at the different ways that you can start getting your message out into the world. And for some people that will be ads because they don't have the capacity to spend, you know, five hours a day on social media. For some people like me who enjoy teaching, it may be that you do a strategy around masterclasses. It may be that you just love talking to the camera and doing short form videos. So you use Instagram stories and reels to really build your business. But you need to find a way that brings you joy where it doesn't feel like work so that you can show up and have a lot of fun. And I know that sounds cliche, but your strategy in your business, it needs to feel good for it to work long-term because otherwise you'll feel burnt out. You'll feel uninspired. Your audience will feel that and it just won't work. And I am, you know, the, the one that's going to say it that, you do actually need to put the time and the energy in to build a business. You cannot just manifest it from nowhere and put nothing in place and take no action for anything to work. Um, I challenge pretty much any feminine energy coach. We've laughed about this in the background before. I know it sounds bitchy, but we fucking do. Um, when these feminine energy business coaches talk about shedding the masculine energy in business and that they've built these amazing six-figure businesses plus, you know, from just being in the feminine and you look and they have sales funnels and they have like sales call systems and they have a team that do their social media marketing and strategies for them. And yeah, they work three hours a, a week now, but you know, blah, blah, blah. But I actually, I would love to know if there are any actual successful feminine energy coaches that have not used any masculine strategies to build their business because we need to actually acknowledge that there needs to be a combination in most cases for that to work. The, the success is around the taking action and the structures and the systems. That's how we create freedom and, and these amazing businesses. Um, and so you know, shifting into a, and this is my next piece of advice is if you're, you know, starting is to actually give yourself a bit of a structure for the week. And we're going through this with M right now. Like I've given you a pretty fucking rigid, hardcore structure. And so far there's been a few like little whoopsies that we've left out, like, you know, forgotten or things have been left behind, but I'm actually so impressed with how you're sticking to it. And um, you know, I'm I'm very happy with how that's going. And so sometimes that structure needs to be put into place. And so just giving yourself, you know, if you work full time right now and you want to build your side business, say, you know, from seven to nine PM, three nights a week, these are the actions I'm gonna to take to build my business. On a Saturday afternoon from three to say five PM, I'm going to do these things. 
And it's not necessarily rigid, so you can't flex and move, but it gives you the capacity to start tracking yourself and what's working. And if you aren't tracking and keeping an eye on the time that you're investing versus the return on that time investment, that's where things can start going AWOL in six months time. You haven't achieved very much. You haven't got a lot of clients coming in and you look at it and you go, well, what did I actually do? But having that structure and being able to track the actions and what's been done leads you further to success. And then also gives you the tools to say to your clients, if you're in a business coaching space, these are the actual things that I had the best return on investment on. And this is what worked. This is actually what I did. Um, and it's a lot better than just saying, oh, I just showed up on social media. I posted in some groups and yabba, yabba, yabba. Um, yeah, it's a little bit more solid. Well, I actually see business itself as a masculine thing. It is a masculine energy. You can go out there and you can share your gifts from the heart and give your services away. That's a very imbalanced feminine trait is that fear of putting a price on your work and wanting to stay separate from the commitment because the commitment is masculine energy as well. But we need to come to peace with the reality, again, reality junkie here, that our energy will only go so far before it needs the structure. So we need to be prepared if we want an entirely feminine business without the structure, without having somewhat of a consistent, I was about to say rigid, but that's actually shadow masculine, uh, with consistency. And a strong framework that we can do our emotional work in. We've got to be prepared that our business, our message doesn't have a huge range of impact if we want to stay in that emotional, non-committal heart space. And this is what uh, I want to say about the different strategy. It is nice thinking about the alchemical process, but it also needs some consistency. It's not like, oh, I've tried this for a month and it it just doesn't work. It, it doesn't work like that. We've got to keep something going, persevere mm-hmm. while we decide whether it's going to work. I mean, the feminine energy is very tenacious, so draw from that. But you do need that masculine consistency and it's up to you to create the feminine stability, emotional stability, so you don't get all insecure, so you don't get emotional and you don't step, you don't openly accept that judgment and take lack of action from your audience as a personal attack or making it about you not being good enough. We we don't want to do that. We want to shift into the masculine and go, right, this is what I'm going to do. This is how long I'm going to do it for and be willing to do that feminine adjusting and recalibration so we can start to change what's necessary to be able to make that even better and better as the weeks go on. But if you just give up, because no one is showing up to you and you're taking it all personally, like you're going to stay stuck in that. And I can say that with uh, conviction because I've done that. I've been there. My second wave of business has been a lot more challenging for me. It has stretched me a lot further because I didn't step into this experience with that massive audience, really, really wanting to hear more from me and willing to pay for that. So we've got to acknowledge where we're starting, 
but we've also got to be consistent to move on from that place. As my rant about the masculine feminine. No, no, I ranted as well. I think that, you know, I talk about using your intuition and flow for creating content. And I've had people say to me, oh, you know, like that's so nice and it's such a different piece of advice. But it's, I'm not actually saying you don't be consistent and show up every freaking day. I'm saying use your intuition and listen to your audience and see what reactions you're getting. I don't pre plan and batch my content because. I like to witness what's actually happening with my community, the questions I'm getting in my inbox or the things people are commenting on on my content to create the next piece of content. And for me, like that structure works really well and I love it, but it's also consistent the way that things are done. And so like you need to be investing your time and energy to be consistent and show the fuck up for people to recognize you, for you to build your brand, to have your message out there into the world. And that doesn't mean that forever and ever you're going to have to post every single day, multiple times a day on social media. It's that um, you get to a point where that recognition is okay. Um, And, you know, that copywriting coach, um, oh, what's her name? She just posts herself in bikinis a lot on Instagram, but she's got a beautiful audience. Um, Oh, having a... A brain fade. I know which one, but I'm I'm not gonna say yeah. her name out loud. Oh. Yeah, I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, like <laughs> she doesn't show up unless she's in a launch phase, and that's fine. But like you can recognize as soon as you start seeing her content, you're like, oh yeah, she's launching something. <laughs> um, but because she's got that audience and she had that consistency for so many years, that she can dip out and dip back in. And it's like she spent no time away at all, and people are just gagging to hear from her because she does have that you know recognition and you can get there but you also need to do the work but she didn't start that way no no for sure so she didn't start there and we've got to be prepared that the acceleration is going to take sorry um aries energy cutting people off such so much yeah wanting to get passionate and i need to say this thing now yeah aries energies will know that yeah we do that uh but i wanted to say that the energy put into acceleration isn't going to be the same as the momentum. Like we have got to be prepared to put that extra energy in and stretch ourselves further when we're in lift off mode. We've got to be ready to give that extra hour or two a day to do the hard things. Everything worth having is on the other side of challenge and stretching. I absolutely believe that. I've never seen anyone create things from hanging back and going, well, this is nice. Like we have to get, we have to be prepared to get in and do the hard things. We've got to dig deeper than we ever have before emission driven business. This is why a lot of people out there, this is why few do this. We are walking a really sacred path. The, the journey to fulfilling our calling and getting our message out there, it was never meant to be easy. Like we are one of a very, very special few to be legacy leaders. We've got to act like that. So mm-hmm. you will have the structure and maybe you work intuitively, but you've got to show up. You've got to figure out what you're going to say. You've got to do that live video, connect in with your audience and go, what do they really need? What, do I, what would I say to them today to inspire them? It's not about having massive, massive long stretches of content, even though I'm aiming for that a little bit myself now so I can give myself some space. 
But uh, you've got to be prepared to show up and do the hard things, even if it is Mm. a week where you haven't got any actual idea of what is required of you. You've got to do it anyway. It's a non-negotiable system. If you're becoming a legacy leader who offers really profound transformations and you want to have big impact in the world, this is what is required of us. When you were talking about liftoff, oh, my God, you got Craig just automatically. My husband just started waffling in my ear of ah, he loves anything to do with like aerospace like and he's like totally addicted to space and all of this you know satellites and all that stuff now and we were talking the other day about um and we're doing some research and you know talking to the kids about it and and like whilst we're learning they're learning we're sharing this like vibe because we were talking about spacex and um you know starlink and if you've seen that in the sky it's absolutely fucking beautiful and fascinating so then we started learning about how satellites work and my husband was you know teaching us about how like they leave the planet at a certain like speed and that's enough to create consistently like going around and around the globe without actually any output of, of fuel or energy as such. Um, and I'm like, I'm not the wise one on this particular subject, but you made me think of, of that. And that's a really good analogy for this business as well. It's like, think of yourself as a satellite. So do yeah. the hard work to get the lift off and get out into the, the stratosphere the atmosphere or whatever the freaking layer is that he was talking about. And then once you're there and you've done that work, there's enough energy to keep that going over and over. Um, and I think that that's a really important thing is like, are you in liftoff phase? Are you out there yet at your goal, like your first tier goal? No, then we need to keep working to get you moving and propelling to that speed that's going to get that circling round and round. Yeah, the inertia is hard to break. Honestly, it feels like you're lifting a 50-ton self off the ground and it is a bit, it can be disheartening if no one's responding to it straight away. But I think this is a difference between a consistent connection with your audience and like that other coach who's, who just goes silent for three to six months at a time and then she's prepared to do the really, really, really hard work for three months to launch a very, very successful product. So you've got to recognize that if you do disappear off the face of social media, then you're going to need to put extra work in every time you step back in. That's just the reality of it. Whereas those who are consistent, they're consistent in a way that keeps them in front of people. And when they do step into launch phase, not as much is required of us. So you've really got to be aware of your output of energy. You've really got to be in ownership of how you're distributing power in your business, because there are no miracles. It appears that way, but it's all based within spiritual universal law, cause and effect, and the momentum, it all comes from us showing up. And if you want to be that rocket that takes off with so much fuel every three months, then go for it. But to me, even the idea of that's fucking exhausting. I'd rather show up for three hours a day and maintain that connection rather than try and build it from nothing every six months. Yeah. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I don't know why, but this question is just coming to my mind right now. It's relevant, but I, I'm i just getting really, like, fucked off by seeing this consistently in every community and every, you know, <laughs> even our own 
there have been some people around us that have been in business for years, literally years, who still don't have the money to invest in a $300 program or a graphic designer to help them bring their visions to life and yada, yada. And I just wanted to ask him, like, are you getting as fucking annoyed with that as I am? Because I can see quite clearly, like, it's, this sounds really ridiculous, but it is so fucking easy to make money. Like, and for those that that triggers something for you, then you need to work on this because if you think it's hard to make money, then there's a money block immediately. That is the reason why you don't make money. But I am so sick of women who have got these magical, amazing gifts or they're, um, you know, psychic readers or what have you. And they're telling us that they're looking for other jobs or they're not making any money in their business yet. And I'm just like, how, how our mother well, they the who's a psychic option. medium is fucking booked out like mad has no clue how to use social media she tries bless her like I help her as much as I can but she's still freaking booked (laughs) out and we have people who are young who are using social media every day and are still not making money how please talk to me well my advice to you look I know all this energy stuff and like I I might um be speaking at uh the the yeah energetic level, but I'm still going to say, grow the fuck up, take this seriously, either admit that you just wanted to live this as a hobby, completely detached from all reality, or you step in, take command of your energy, commit and accelerate. Like you get back what you put in there. This is what I call the sacred exchange. Whatever you put in, it will come back to you. Maybe not straight away, but look, you might need to stretch yourself to buy that to hire that graphic designer. But so fucking what? That's business. Like, are you going to stop pretending that you're doing business and let yourself off the hook and just have a life of complete ease where there's no responsibility? Or are you going to step in and go, I'm fucking doing this? Whatever it costs emotionally, I'll find the money. And we've got a couple of clients in our sphere that do that too. And I admire them. I'm in awe of their courage as they step in and they're investing um, intelligently, let me say, and they're doing the work and they're stretching emotionally and they're confronting themselves going, nope, I'm just not going to think that. Oh, wow. I've got a, got a money block here. They're stepping into that and taking ownership of that. And I fucking love that. I'm getting emotional because I, I, what our clients, the, the ones who are doing this work, like they are just breaking barriers. They are accelerating. They are lighting up the path for others to follow them. So, but they've stopped pretending that they're doing this as a business. They've recognized that that's what they've been doing. You're like, fuck this. I've got the big work to do in the world. I'm going to do this. We owe it to our clients. They don't owe us anything. Mm. People get mad at their clients. They're like, well, they're showing up. Like, why aren't you showing up to meet them? So, yeah, take responsibility. This is your story. You are writing it. Yeah. And like, okay, another rant done. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's valid. And I know that, um, you know, uh, I am going to annoy some people listening who, uh, you know, those type of people who, um, you know, are finding it hard to get consistent income. But I'm just like I'm saying to them or you, if you know, this is your vibe right now, that it it isn't actually complicated. It's simple. You need to put in hard work, but it is is so simple to create some foundation and structure for you to have consistency, and it's finding the way that you do that is of course hard and that's our topic of discussion today but 
Oh my gosh. Like to create foundational income is, is simple. And I am just getting really frustrated by hearing those stories on repeat from people with these insane money blocks who obviously um, are investing in all of these different training programs and all of this other stuff. But when it comes to actually investing in their business, they're like, oh no, I'm just going to keep learning and keep growing or they're not investing anything because they're not making anything. And so therefore they're going, well, I can't invest until I'm earning, but that's wild to me that you would think that way because we need to acknowledge that anything we invest in our business has an ROI there's a return on that investment and we need to acknowledge that as well but yeah just and I think look if you're not ready for online or you're not willing to invest in going online then get on the ground get out there meet people and this might be your better strategy anyway it's like if you're actually not doing the work on social media, get out there to the breakfast. I did that this month. I did it. And I actually had someone come in and ask for a session from that. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I'm anti-networking on the ground. I avoid being around people as much as possible, but I decided to get the fuck over myself. I'm like, this needs to be part of what I do. I need to practice this connection. So don't sit there behind a computer screen whining that it's not working if you aren't ready for that yet get out and connect with people around you get in the field go into networking events if you have to this is about finding the way to get it done to make it move we, we talk about online because that's the way we're doing things in part but how much time do you spend in connection with people on the ground stays like so much oh yeah for sure and yeah, we were talking, you know, recently about a little bit of a shift in some direction in my business to on the ground stuff because it's just absolutely thriving right now and it's totally it's so much fun and it's easy and it's not overly complicated stuff. So there's that part there. I'm part of a women's networking group and now on the committee of that because I was invited to be and, you know, me, I'm always up for more work. And so, you know, I look at that and I just think, you know, that gives me such an opportunity to grow and I'm presenting a class for this networking group next month, um, or no, September, it's not August, well, it will be when this episode comes out. Um, But yeah, like there is constantly, I have, you know, four new clients this month in July when we're recording this who are on the ground clients that I have like gone to see networked with or someone on the ground has introduced me to them. And so, you know, that in itself is a whole thing. Um, And also if you're in an area where there are no events for people in your niche, I guarantee you there are more people in your area who are looking for those events as well. So fucking create them, do a workshop on the ground create just a networking event, Um, you know, put it on Eventbrite, put it on Facebook, even if it's just to get like, you know, spiritual business women together to co-work at a cafe once a month, like that's doing something. And I'm sure there are so many people in your area who have been looking for something like that, who don't have that. And I think, you know, spiritual capital of Queensland. (laughs) Mm. And again, it's not just showing up once and pouting and going, oh, no one, no one wanted what I have. Like that's so the wrong perspective. Like I'm going again this week. So I developed those relationships. When one of the women said, let's hold an event together, but it hasn't eventuated yet. 
We're going to have more conversation at this breakfast, maybe this month, maybe next month, and again and again until it eventually comes into fruition. So don't just show up and go, well, that's done. This is about committing, committing. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, we will leave that there. You have got some actionable steps from this episode to go off, to plan, to start putting into implementation mode. Take that action. There's been a lot of stuff that you can work on right from this episode. So I want to hear how that goes. Join our community, Spiritual Business Alchemy. We are there. We're constantly Mm. touching base, giving free trainings, like it's an awesome group to be part of. We love it. And so you've got that. All of the links are down below, either on this video or on the podcast, and you'll be able to find different ways to work with us or connect with us. So thanks, guys. Absolutely. And um, yeah, if you feel like you got told off today, that's what we're here for. Like that is the purpose. We're not here to just like humor you. Like this is the radical compassion part of business. Find people who are going to stretch you and give you a talking to when you know that you need to do better. This is what we're here for. So we'll see you next time. Maybe we'll be a bit gentler next time. Maybe not. We'll see. (laughs) 